Portia, we are just two pearls. Join us for adventures in pearls. A reading from Reverend Michelle R. Gidry from her sermon, It's Time to Get Excited. Get excited. Because when God steps in, God works things out for your good. King Jay recalled that God reigns, reminded God of God's promises, and relinquished his own control, thereby setting himself up for an incredible victory. I'm wondering if there may be one or two who, like me, can't see everything clearly, but can get excited that God is going to move. I can get excited because of what I can see in my spirit, because I believe that my God is able to do anything but fail. I get excited because God is moving some things around on my behalf, and God is in the background putting some things in place just for me. If you see me walking with a little more pep in my step, know that I'm excited. I don't always know what's ahead of me, but my eyes are watching God, and I believe that great things are in store for me. Despite the rain clouds above my head, I'm excited. Despite the conditions in the church, I'm excited. Despite the battles that are before me, I'm excited. Are your eyes on God? Then let's praise God in advance for the victory. Maybe wave your hand and throw your head back and say, yes, God, my eyes are on you and I'm excited. Yes, I'm excited. Mm. Okay, Reverend it's Gidry. It's time to get excited. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, yes, it is time to get excited. Okay, um, time for an adventure. Yes? Yes. All right. So I want to talk to you guys about a trip that I took to Newark, New Jersey. Okay. Which Newark is, you know, Newark. It's whatever. But the <laughs> Prudential Center is there. And we talked on one of our first episodes of this show about our love of the Olympics. And specifically, we spent a lot of time talking about the women's Olympic gymnastics team. Mm-hmm. And so they were on tour throughout most of, like, the second half of 2016. And so my mother and I went to the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey to see them on their tour. And it was like a little bit of a special bonus. Like the men's gymnastics team was there. The women's gymnastics team was there. The rhythm, the rhythm gymnastics team was there. And the um, trampoliners, trampolinists. Yeah, I didn't know that that was an Olympic sport. But they were there. They were dope. Um, They were just jumping on their trampolines (laughs) and flipping. But anyway, I think it's so important. I'm... you know, especially now being a little bit older, um, to take, you know, if you have a mother or a mother figure in your life, take the time and spend time with her. Yeah. Do things that, like, mutually excite you guys. Have new experiences together. My mother and I are both pearl wearers, so if you go on my Instagram, you'll see a picture of both of us in, like, almost matching jackets with pearls around our necks at the Kellogg's Gymnastics Tour, which is a little bit funny. Um, but that's who we are. And we're like very proud of that. And like after the show was over, we were like racing each other through the Prudential Center because we were cold and we wanted to get back to the car <laughs> faster. And we were supposed to like kind of like the unspoken rule was like all of the racing has to happen like speed walking style, no running. But my mother ran and therefore beat me. <laughs> it wasn't right. 
But anyway, we had so much fun. It was really cool to have that, like, new experience with her. Um, I'd never been – I think she's probably been to Newark before. I had never been to Newark, so that was cool. We'd mm-hmm. never been into the Prudential Center before. We'd never seen gymnastics in person before. Mm-hmm. We'd never seen male gymnasts um, that close, and we both had a lot of fun with that. They looked good. <laughs> no, that's right. Um, they looked really good. <laughs> um, and so it was it was awesome. And I, I, I'm so grateful now as we're, like, kind of ending out 2016 for all of the um, – you know, I don't get to live close to my mother, and I'm grateful for all of the times, good and bad, that we were able to spend time together in 2016. I thank her for that, and I here's to more gymnastics in the future. <laughs> and so since you brought up gymnastics, did you get to see Simone Biles at all? So, um, yeah. So my best picture from the show mm-hmm. is when they all first walked out, you know, carrying, like, the American flags or whatever. Um, but it's still, like, it's kind of like a glowy picture, so it's hard to, like, pick out who's who. And then my other best picture was of Allie uh, – Allie Raceman on the balance beam. Um, so Simone was there and looked amazing, but she was always like on the other side of the stadium oh. whenever she did her stuff. So I didn't get any good pictures of her. Oh. But oh my gosh, um, of course it's like the Olympic gymnastics team. Everyone yeah. is super good, so you can't really like tell like oh this person is like weak or whatever, you know? Because like <laughs> everybody is really good. Yeah. But she came out near the end. I mean, she did a floor routine by herself. But she came out and all of them were dressed in these like neon clothes, just kind of like dancing around, having fun. And, you know, they were doing flips and like whatever. And then near the end of that whole like thing, Simone does her like triple thing that she's famous for. And I like grabbed my mom because I was like, oh, my gosh, that was so cool. There's the bio. Right. (laughs) Um, And, you know, it's like one of those funny things where, you know, uh, you know, we all find this in our careers. Like. All of us, like, we're in our career because we're, like, pretty good at it. We're able to manage it. You know, we know this with, like, preaching or teaching or whatever. And then you hear that person who just kind of, like, they're just that one notch. Like, you can, like, that's why they're the best, Mm -hmm. you know? And so when she did that, and it came easy to her. Like, it was clearly easy. It wasn't, like, showing off or anything like that. She was just doing her moves. Um, And it's just, like, okay, and that's what makes her that, like, one step better than the rest, you know? Um, so yeah, I was disappointed that I wasn't like close enough ever to get a good oh. picture of her. And you know, she's so small and so quick. So, you know, it's really hard to capture what she's doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, Simone was there. She was present. Gabby wasn't there, unfortunately, oh. but Simone was there. She was present. She was cool, but I couldn't get a good picture. That's okay. Yeah. The reason why I asked is because Simone Biles is actually featured on part of the Ebony Power 100. She's on the cover along with John Legend, um, Ava DuVernay and, Someone else who I, is escaping me. It's another male. And so I forgive. Nas. So forgive me. Oh, yeah, that's who it is. Yeah. Nas. How could I forget? Nasir Jones. I'm sorry, Nas. <laughs> <laughs> Give his government name. Okay. Sorry, Nas. <laughs> but yeah, so Simone Biles was featured. Um, so it's the December issue of Ebony Magazine. And um, Nichelle Guidry, who we just read, she was featured on last year for 2015. So oh, cool. congrats to all the 2016 uh, power uh, Ebony Power 100 people this year as we are rounding out the year. And so, Jamie, this is the end of the year. We've made it to the end of 2016. 2016 is moving on. It took so many stars from us. Boo-hoo, Prince, doves cry. Um, but, yeah, so this is the end of the year, and we're looking forward ahead to 2017. Yeah. And so today, Pearls, we just want to talk a little bit about um, – what we're thankful for from this year and what we're looking forward to in the next year. And we hope that you all too will take some time to reflect and journal and think about 
your year and also what you're hopeful for in the coming year 2017. Yeah. So let's talk about 2016. Um, it felt long and short at the same time from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, um, you know, years have always been measured by the academic calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, and so usually from September to May, I'm in school. And then in September, I go back. And that's always the way that time has been measured for me. And so I went back and did um, a second master's after we finished our MDiv. Um, and so I was in school from September until May. And then I graduated. You had that experience the year before you mm-hmm. graduate. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh. <laughs> like Welcome after this summer is over, <laughs> there's like not a guaranteed place for me to go back to. Um, I don't have that hallway experience again. I don't have the like buying new books experience. Mm-hmm. I don't have the like meeting all of these like interesting, quirky, like kind of strange new people experience. Like I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't get the like meeting new professors, like sitting up straight in class trying to like distinguish myself from other smart people. Like I don't get that experience again. And so the year felt short because it felt like the time from May until like December that I've kind of been in this whole different year because I had to kind of recalibrate the way that I have understood myself. Yeah. Um, and then the first half of the year felt of course quick because it's like, hurry up, write those papers, finish that thesis. Like that's what I was doing for the first half of the year. It was very stressful. And then the second half of the year has also been stressful, but in a completely different way. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's just felt like a very quick year, also a very like, divided year just because I've been in so many different places you know with so many different responsibilities attached to being in those places how has your year felt you know 2016 it was very quick for me like you know you expressed that it was the first year like first full year of my life that I had absolutely no school right so um it was a full year of ministry a full year of um preaching funerals (laughs) um yeah, just a full just a full year of mm-hmm. just hands-on ministry. A lot of things happened in the world that impacted the church. A lot mm-hmm. of things um, happened in our communities that impacted the church. So it was a very busy year. So this year was very busy, um, productive um, for me in my personal life. I just felt like I was ready for 2016 to move on. You know, I was just like, all right. Let's 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 move on. <laughs> you know, it was a it was a harder year. Um, and, you know, every now and then we have some of those. So because 2015 was just so great. Like 2015 was like an up year. Like it was so up. like we was on the mountaintop. <laughs> and this year, you know, it was just like the valley. But, you know, but that's OK. Right. Um, there was still some uh, great accomplishments that happened. You know, the blogs. We both launched our blogs this mm-hmm. year. Um, we started our podcast this year. So a lot of great things. Yeah. Um, did we got to hang out with Dan year. Warren a lot. this We year. did hang out with Dan Warren. <laughs> Dan is here in the studio with us he is our <laughs> producer and sound engineer so shouts out to dan dan thank you so much for rocking with us for um the second portion of the year so we're thankful to you and shout out to the 224 um for all of your help as well and so we're just grateful uh for this experience too so we've had a great um so we had some great year part of the year we had some ups and some downs but you know what overall 2016 was memorable nonetheless um so even though yeah. there was some pitfalls yeah it's still <laughs> memorable so i mean it's gonna go out down in the books i mean on a on a personal level on a national level on an international level oh, gosh. it's gonna go down <laughs> in the books i mean from brexit to the our presidential election mm-hmm. to 
Prince dying. Oh my God. I know I'm still grieving Prince. Um, everything like, and I even saw Beyonce this year. So oh. I checked some things off my bucket list this yeah. year. So I'm really proud of that too. So this was a, this is a year for the books. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So a new year is coming. God willing. Thank you, Lord. My, my dad always used to say that God willing about everything. God willing. Talk to you tomorrow. God willing. Um, so a new year will come. God willing, we'll wake up on the other side of 2016 and it will be 2017. And what does 2017 look like? You know what? My hope for 2017 um, is to do what God has called me to do, just to be mindful, just listening and discerning the voice of God for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I will be halfway through um, my residency officially as of January. And so um, I'll be looking, so 2017 will be looking into like serious like job applications, like for pastoral searches. So that's mm-hmm. like a real thing. <laughs> so um, this will be like a year of being active, but also whatever the political climate is going to bring is also going to determine a lot of things that are going to happen in the church. So I think this is going to be a, a busy year ahead of us, but I think it's going to be a productive year. So I'm hoping um, for good things in 2017. Good things. Good things. Productive things. things. Right. Um, so for me, for 2017, the thing that I always, um, you know, as I've grown more into my womanist ways, mm-hmm. I always think about that definition of the womanist when I think about my year to come. Um, and one of the things, um, one of the parts of that definition talks about being audacious Mm-hmm. And I love that word. I just like the way it sounds. But I also like the idea of having audacity, being an audacious woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always what I hope for myself, that I will be an audacious and willful and courageous woman, whatever that looks like, mm-hmm. whatever God calls me into, um, that I will audaciously <laughs> uh, step into it. Uh, because I think in a lot of stages of my life, and I think especially as women sometimes we take on a more passive role like we will follow our calling but kind of passively right and i want to have a lot of audacity in following my calling like follow my calling in powerful and bold and new and creative and active not passive ways mm-hmm. um and then finally that last part of the definition of a womanist which says that uh, a womanist loves herself regardless that's right um so in 2017 i'm um, I know I still won't be perfect, um, which is okay, um, but I am a perfectionist, and that sometimes holds me back. Um, and so, uh, and I think even in the midst of being a perfectionist, there's a way to love yourself, even in the midst of that. Um, but I sometimes have trouble with that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially that regardless piece of it. So I can love myself as long as I feel like I'm doing the perfect thing, but I can't always love myself when I'm not doing the perfect thing. Mm -hmm. So that means there's like a lot of time that I spend struggling with that self-love piece. And so I think in 2017, even in the moments where I'm less than perfect, when I'm Mm -hmm. less than following my calling, um, when I'm less than the woman who I would like to be in any given moment, that I'll find ways to love myself regardless. I think that would be my big hope and dream for myself in 2017. So what about the pearls? What are the pearls? What are we going to do, Jamie, as a pearl and pearl team? The two pearls. What are we going to do? Pearl to pearl. Mm -hmm. J to P. 
I'm, gosh, I'm a big Pearl dream, which I think, speaking of Dan Warren, that he can help us get accomplished, is having a live show, getting Mm -hmm. to see our Pearls in person. Yes. And getting to interact with our Pearls in person. Um, And because what I'm really curious about is what our pearls want for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been able to talk a lot on our show about ourselves and the way we think about things. Right. But I want to hear, like, from the diaspora, the pearl diaspora. The pearl diaspora. Um, the pearly necklaces, the pearly earrings, the pearly rings. Um, there's all sorts of different ways. All kinds of pearls. That the pearls, pearls manifest the in the pearls. world. Um, right. Dan was even telling us about the phenomenon of the clam pearl. <laughs> Um, and so I would love to see the way that our pearls understand themselves. Right. Um, because there's so much diversity and I would just love to hear from the pearl community. So pearls, we want to see you. We want to hear from you. So our hope in 2016, I mean, 2017, well, 2016 has been real, but 2017, <laughs> <laughs> we want to hear from you. We want to see you. So we hope to do live shows. We even discussed that maybe we want to do some writings possibly even in the new year as well. So uh, Jamie and I, we want to do some stuff. So look out for us in the new year. Make sure you follow us on our Instagram, on our Twitter, on our Facebook, because we're going to put in some work for next year. We're excited for 2017. Mm-hmm. 2017. This episode was produced by our producer, Dan Warren. Keep up with our adventures on iTunes, SoundCloud, or on our website, JustTwoPearls.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at just 2 pearls Email us at adventures at JustTwoPearls.com. We are a production of the 224 Ecospace. And remember, cultivate the pearl within you.